Welcome to the Real Estate Fight Club, a podcast for agents where you'll witness a battle of opinions about topics affecting your real estate business. There are many ways for agents to achieve success. The secret is to find which approach will work for you. Now, always in your corner, here are your hosts, Jen Mertland and Monica Weekly. Welcome to another episode of Real Estate Fight Club. Jay Mert, what you doing today? Hey, Monica. How's your day? My day's really good. Yeah, I got to see my dad today. You know, my dad retired recently, so it's nice to be able to just pop over on a lunch hour and give him a hug and say hi. He's busy. I hope you call him ahead of time. He's so busy. He said, I don't know how I had time to do all this stuff. I think that's the classic line of retired people, isn't it? When did I have the time to do all this? You know what he was doing? He was going through this stack of like gift cards and frequent buyer cards and seeing if they had any money left on them or if they were even in business anymore. I know he had this whole stack. He should like, he should charge like a 10% fee to do that for others. That is a good idea. That is a good idea because it's a pain to like look them up, put the card number in. Oh, Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thanks for joining us for another episode of Real Estate Fight Club. We appreciate that you're here and you're liking and following and subscribing and doing all the things. All the things. Because today, I have a feeling this one could get ugly. (laughs) Oh, boy. Today, Jen and I are going to duke it out over this. How involved should you be in getting a house ready to sell? How involved? Can I ask a clarifying question? For sure. Is this your house? (laughs) <laughs> because I would list my own house. <laughs> you do, it did. <laughs> no. Yeah, and I would. No, this is a house that you are responsible for representing You're fiduciary responsibility. For it. They have hired oh. you to, anyway, oh my God, I already have a headache. Monica. Here we go, Here we go. go. I know what you're going to say. Well, this is my voice of you in my head. You're like bougie. I don't want to be bougie. Well, and you have a boa and you're like tossing it. <laughs> yeah, that's me. Well, Monica, or no, you would, you're talking to me. I'm Monica. Well, Jennifer, as a concierge realtor, I feel like you should be very involved and help any way that you can. Something like that along those lines. No, what I would say is it's my responsibility to let them know exactly what needs to happen. And if I need to assist in any way, then I will assist. Assist in no any way. Boa, no boa involved. You don't want a boa? No. I think you feel like the feathers. Boas. No, no, but that's the point. I feel like you would, your answer is it's similar, right? Like you think that you should assist in any way to help them get to where it needs to be. Listen, why don't you just tell us what you think instead no, of trying to tell them what you more. think I think? I disagree. Okay, what? Where is your line? Look, I don't know where the line is. Here's my line. Let me think. <laughs> I don't even really want to tell them like what they should be doing to get it ready. I'd rather have the sager do that because I don't really. I mean, look, here the house is out of sold. Does yours look like this? Make it look like that, right? You're a smart person. You just said be involved. I didn't say I had to do all the steps, but I'm involved. Okay. Where do you draw the line? I'm going to tell them everything that needs to happen to give them the best chance of selling at the highest and best price. If that's what they want, if that's what we determined. The paperwork, huh? Before or after they sign the paperwork. I will talk about the things that we offer. 
um, and the resources that we offer before they sign the paperwork. And will you tell them what they need to do before they sign the paperwork? Sometimes that comes up, but mostly we talk about it theoretically as, you know, hey, what we're going to do once we get started is first we'll decide what does the house need to look like. We bring in an expert to help you with that, blah, 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 blah. Now, sometimes I don't, it's too easy and I'm just going to go do it and not bring in a stager. Okay. So we give them like a list and I can put the list in the vault of like how to get your house ready. And I think I can do it editable so people can edit it. Mm, so it'll good. be slash vault. You can have that. Good idea. If it's okay, so let's say, okay, we agree that if it's like kind of complicated to get the stager involved, if it's like quote unquote easy, you mean just say, hey, look, we need to declutter, depersonalize. Here's the list. I'm good. Now, if they're like, hey, do you have, we need to get some things fixed or we want to paint something. Are you, how involved are you in that? I will advise on colors. I will give them advice. I mean, we'll walk through the house because you and I both know when you say, please declutter this house and depersonalize, that leaves a whole lot of room for interpretation. And I don't don't want to be involved. It's not, I mean, look, it's not, no. Mm -mm. Yes, but but I want to give it the best chance. So if I'm specific, this shelf cuts in half. I need half of this shit gone. I need this paint you could gone. Just, you could just blanket statement, say half of everything needs to go. You're moving anyway, pack it up. <laughs> I'm just more personalized. Here's what I'm I, just more personalized. I feel like most people know what to do. They know what they need to do. It's a matter of doing it. But they're not going to do it unless it's directed from you. Because they're going to think they can get away with it. And this is why they're hiring me is because we don't want to take shortcuts. We want to do as much as they want to do. Now, if they say, hey, look, price isn't most important. Convenience is we don't have time to do shit. That's fine. We're, you know, the price is now this. You don't have to touch a thing. Like there are options. But they okay. need to know those options, I think. I just like 100%. Dis- I mean, yes, I agree with the options. It depends on what they want, right? Right. If they, if they do want the highest dollar amount possible, then they need to present it in the best light. Agreed. Mm-hmm. If it's quote unquote easy, where you feel like you don't need the stager, how involved are you? I think is where we're at with the question, right? Mm -hmm. Well, and that's where we go when, okay, so here's an example. Back in the days of expired listings, there was this expired listing that had failed to sell. Remember that? Last few weeks, yeah. I know. It had failed to sell twice under two different agents. We came in, I was working with the great Michelle Mamo at the time. Michelle, shout out. She's solid agent and has taught me a lot about the importance of staging and taking the time with clients. We had to go in. What's that? She's also a concierge. She she is. And she does amazing business. (laughs) (laughs) And anyway, long story short, um, they were out of town. They had already moved and they needed to do a lot. We had to paint. We changed the um, chandelier in the front hall. We had to update like some serious stuff because it wasn't selling at the price. I know. Right. So I had to be very involved. But that's where we, you know, we charge 7% because I was over there with the this and the picking out the this and the delivery. Okay, so I'll go with you on that. I'll go with if you're going to be involved, charge more. And we've talked about this a few times the podcast. I just don't think people do that. I think they're hyper involved. Like they'll be the ones that will be like, Oh, we need a painter. And they'll like coordinate it and do all the things with it. Whereas I think you should just give them the number. You need the painter. Here's, here's a painter. Here's a couple of painters. 
call them, you work it out. You're going to be the one that has to pay them because I feel like once I get involved now, I'm like in the middle. So like if something goes wrong or like whatever, now I'm in the middle and I don't want to be in the middle of that. Well, you and I agree there. We agree there. I'm not, I'm not ordering the painter. I'm not paying the painter. Like I'm giving you the resources, but what I'm telling you is we're going to paint this room and this room, and this is the color we should paint it or from this swatch or whatever. Yeah, I don't do that either. I'm just not, I don't know. That's not in my skin. What if they painted a color you, you, don't, you don't intend? That's not going to work. I mean, look, here's the houses that have sold. Here are the pictures. Make it look like this. Do you do that? Yes. <laughs> like you really don't. Most people, I they know. They know what it needs to look like. How many t- real estate TV shows are there? It's very true. TV shows. Look, they're all the same. You know what you need to do. Just because you don't like it doesn't mean that it doesn't need to be done. Do I think you- they know some things, Jen. I just don't think they know everything. You know, it's always a surprise to people when I will reorganize furniture for them for a room that's being blocked. You know, they don't understand that phrase. The phrase I use is we live in houses differently than we sell them. Yes. You're, I would live in your house just like this, just like you have that's it set up. Right. It's very cozy, very awesome. But we're going to change some things because there's no flow here. Like your couch is stopping people from walking into the room. Right. They wouldn't make that change. But see, if that was something that needed to be changed, I would have the stager. For me, that's not easy. You'd have the stager come in and advise. Yeah. Yeah. If it's something about like, if it truly is like furniture needs to be moved, paint colors, like if stuff like that, like that's not... Mm-mm. But if it's like all advice and like you need to hire a cleaner, like it needs to be. De- yes. And here's the, I will say, and here's the name of a cleaner. Yeah. We'll need to get and, that one. And I'll be like, and just expect to pay like 500 bucks. That's right. Because it's going to be more than two hours. It's going to be more than the dollar that you spent. Yeah. I think the thing you and I do the same is we're really fucking honest with people about what has to happen when it's important. Yeah. Um, I think I'm just probably going to take it. You're going to hold a little extra more and I'm a little bit more that they are adults and they can do this. And how do they do usually pretty good? They do fine. Yeah. Look, it's, they do fine. Like I'm, I'm not your babysitter. I'm not your mother. You're an adult. You know how, you know what a house needs to look like. You just told me that your favorite show is HGTV or whatever. (laughs) Right, right, right. You know what it needs to look like. Get it done. And I don't you know want to babysit you. You know, what would be interesting is to go back in 2018, 2017 and see whose days on market was less yours or mine for sellers. We that, that would be an interesting thing. <laughs> and if fun. you beat time, me, time, time. if you beat me, then I will stop handholding people. I will take right. on the Jen Mertlin way of I'm life. All year. And we're taking out, there weren't short sales then. Okay, let's let's look. Is so, seventeen are, good? Huh? Is seventeen good or eighteen? Which, I don't one, which know. whatever. Okay, I'll look at both. Okay, we'll look at both. Okay, and then you can find the answer. We should post it on our Facebook page. We'll put it on our Facebook page, like a gender reveal. <laughs> <laughs> because after all, that's all that matters, right? Is well, how well? Assuming that's what the goal was to sell it quickly. Oh, and sale price to list price. That. <laughs> also matters fine let's just look at it that'll be a fun game i like it yeah, it will it will i don't know i let's go back to the corner let's regroup have a mimosa and come yeah out, shall we? i think 
I think you need to have a mimosa. Oh, oh, you need oh, a shot. Okay. You okay. Need a shot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's hear a word from our partners. And when we return, we will have the final punches. I want to tell you about Vulcan 7. Now, I know, I know you don't want a cold call, but I actually use Vulcan 7 for circle prospecting too. It's a great way to find sellers for your buyers and buyers for your sellers. And Monica's the one that showed me Vulcan 7 anyway, (laughs) and I love it. So I'm really excited that they've agreed to partner with us on our podcast. So if you want to do more deals, then you need Vulcan 7. Go to Vulcan7.com slash Jennifer Mertland for a $49 two-week trial of the system. And I guarantee you will never look back. Real estate agents, do you need more time and less busy work? As a mom of 10 and a business owner myself, I know how hard it is to coordinate it all. I'm Leanne Sipolis, and I want to tell you about Real Support Solutions. By providing marketing, admin support, and training, real estate agents and small business owners can focus on revenue-generating activities that improve their success. Real Support Solutions helps you manage the activities that will continue to build your business for the future while you handle the dollar-producing tasks that need your time and attention right now. Go to realsupportsolutions.com, enter promo code FIGHTCLUB, and get $100 off your first transaction or three hours of training. Buyers need agents, sellers need agents, agents need real support solutions. Call today, 513-814-7150. Welcome back. Let's, uh, let me start that again. Welcome back. Let's get back to the battle inside of the ring. I think, I don't know, Jen might have a bloody nose. I don't know. No, absolutely not. <laughs> Maybe I do. <laughs> I don't know if any of us do. It's just, we disagree. That's it. We do. We just disagree. Our style's a little different. disagree. Yeah. I'm a yes person. I have trouble saying no to people. It's just something that carries. I'm a yes person too, but I also believe that they, I just don't like treating people like babies. I'm not babying them. You're babying them. I am not. I'm just being very specific. You say there's no surprise when you move the furniture around. Girl, they're just trying to get you to move the furniture around. I'm not personally moving the furniture oh, around. I thought you were moving it. Oh, hell no. I'm telling them to move the furniture. Okay. This couch needs to go there. And then when I leave, it gets done. No, I'm not. Okay. I'm not doing any manual labor around any houses, period. End Thank of story. Thank you for clarifying because that was yeah. not Oh yeah. Hell no. I'm not painting. Like the worst I've done is for out of towners who I need to coordinate things. Yes. But you're not seeing me do any work. Mm -mm, No. What do you say to the agents that are, how many agents like have this badge where they're like, I helped a seller paint a house. Yeah. Why you get one of those a year, you get one of those a year because there's always a situation where you just want to do something nice. That's great. One a year. This is not part of who you are because pay for the painter. You, right. In a room, not much. Right. I had a mentor once say to me, if you're not the cleaning, if, if you don't have a cleaning lady, you are the cleaning lady. Yes. Like I just make too much money for that. Right. I, I, that's well, my hourly rate is different. Is, right. But like all of these activities associated hiring the stager to give them a consultation, painting the house. I mean, these are you know, having a handyman. These are items that even if you can do it, doesn't mean that you should. Right. The only argument you need to see for that is look at the top performing agents and see if they're doing that kind of shit. They're not. Right. They're paying for it or they're hiring it out or they're recommending. And so if you are on the path to becoming an agent, like if you have somebody in your eyesight, 
you, you've got to look at how they're operating their day and it's not doing manual labor. It's unlikely. Okay. So unlikely. But let us get back to getting the house ready. Okay. <laughs> I think you, I think you need to be very involved, very specific. Look, we know what it should look like and we can't leave that to chance because they might've seen a television show. Well, Unfortunately, that is the right thing about the television shows is they do show you what they should look like. They do. So they mess up the whole process and they're trash <laughs> for that. But like, I mean, they do show a really clean house. Mm -hmm. They do. It's <laughs> very refreshing. Like. Yes, yes. It, it very much is. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Do you, um, do you give, how do you give options when you're talking to the seller about what we talked about a little bit where, Hey, look, you can do zero and we can ask one price or you can do this whole list and you can ask a little more. Like, what is that? conversation I think it like. starts it's kind of like the there's a consultation though before then right like i'm really understanding what they want mm -hmm. so it's like okay if you want top dollar um what's your budget for getting it ready mm. and what and do how you, much time do you think if you rate your house on a scale of one to ten and you think it's a ten whatever what would mm -hmm. make it a twelve mm -hmm. and it's like okay if you think it's an eight what's gonna and you know top dollar is an eleven on a scale of one to 10, how are we going to get it to an 11? What, what are do we doing? you think needs to happen? And here's what I found. When they answer that, it's usually more than I think. Mm -hmm. So then I'm like, yeah, great. And what's your, what do you think that's going to cost you? And then that's usually less than the reality. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. Of course. <laughs> so there's like a, there's like a, uh, an adjustment there. Right. Mm -hmm. yep. like, okay, well, you know, I mean, I'm in, I'm in this business, like not as a realtor, but as like a landlord and we renovate houses and stuff. So I know how much things cost, but you know what, this is actually making me think that this is the point, right? You like design. That's why you actually enjoy that piece of being a part of it. Mm -hmm. I don't like design. Mm -hmm. So I don't like being a part of it. Mm -hmm. So some right. of that is just in who you are, mm -hmm. you know, you're right, because I have a friend who's a professional photographer and a real estate agent, Kirsten Gray. What's up, Kirsten? Oh, hey. um, and sh so she um, I'm not sure if she's still doing it, but in the beginning, she took her own photos, I think. So um, because her. she enjoyed doing it and oh. she was good at it. I mean, but still, I know. I know. But that's OK. I enjoy I mean, she renovating houses, but I still don't do the renovation unless I mean, to your point, I guess they could pay me like a contractor fee. But even that, I just, I think you got to stay in your house. Well, she was, I think, and I could be wrong on this and she can chime in, but um, I think it was like an added value thing for her. It was like, um, oh, like a value proposition was, I also, you know, see your eyes. So you see your house through the eyes of a photographer and can help you, blah, blah, blah. So okay. anyway, you're right to some point is whatever your strength is, I think you're going to go with that a little bit more. Right, for sure. Than others. But I think that, I, I think you should be involved in that you're the resource for like, if they need to have, you know, the handyman, the painter, or the cleaner out or the stager or whatever, you have the resources. Mm -hmm. I just, they need to make the connections. Like mm -hmm. my mom doesn't call the doctor for me. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. I call Agreed. the doctor. So like, I need them to quote unquote man up and take care of their business. And then I can do my job. 
Do you think it's important to have that discussion up front? Because if they've had an experience before where they've been really handheld and that agent did a bunch of that, then we're going to be looking like we're not doing. Yeah, this is like, right. I mean, of course. Yeah. So like, this is why you do a consultation, right? And this mm-hmm. is why you ask a bunch of questions. Mm-hmm. You want to understand what their previous experience has been. You understand, want to understand what their expectation of this transaction is going to be and really get their goals and their motivation Mm -hmm. so you can help them and pull them through it. But I also think you should have a process. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Agreed. And I do. You do. It's just more involved to (laughs) them. No, but I I actually don't disagree with your sentence that, that it's really about being the resource. And, and that's probably, I lean a little bit more to that than you might even guess it, but, but that doesn't mean I'm not involved. I am involved. I'm involved with making sure it happens. And following up and stuff. Yeah. But I'm not moving furniture. I'm not painting houses. I'm not. Okay. Yeah. I'm not doing that. No, no, Don't no. do that. Stop. Yeah. So we do agree to a level. I'm just probably a little bit more holding. Yeah. <laughs> Although I did recently schedule and pay for a termite treatment. Why? Uh, because, well, and I'm getting, termites to their house? I'm getting reimbursed. No, but it wasn't going to happen in time unless I handled it. So I did. I did. Oh. That's for the only time in 18 years I've ever done that. So look, yeah, yeah, yeah. There are exceptions pay for it then. I mean, no, but I did. And yeah, yeah. whatever. Don't do that either. Is that a write-off? I don't know. <laughs> oh, you're getting, oh my gosh. IRS. Can I- I'm just kidding. It's a joke. <laughs> I think that's going to have to be the end of today's battle. I hope it gave you something to think about how involved you are. What are you, you know, are your standards kind of where you want them to be? Are, are, do you have enough time to be kind of conducting business the way you're conducting it and mm-hmm. taking a kind of an audit of that? So if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a colleague or a, a friend in your office. Yes. And um, if you have a thought or a story or something, please go to our Facebook page, which is Real Estate Fight Club podcast and let us know. Excellent. And if you are wondering why Monica and I came over to EXP, please give us a call at 513-400-1691. Thanks, Monica. Thanks, Jen. See you next time. Bye. All right. I am here with my tiebreaker, Amanda Gibbs. Hello, Amanda. Hello. So Amanda's with EXP in Cincinnati with the Amanda Gibbs team. And clearly she did not listen to our podcast on should you name your team? No, I'm just, I'm kidding you. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you were in business long before we had that uh-huh. yes. podcast. Yeah. So Amanda, you're the tiebreaker for this. How involved should you be in getting the house ready to sell? I'm like already rolling my eyes about your answer. Yeah, I know you are. I can already like feel it. I can see it or I can feel it before I can see it. So I knew it was coming. Use energy. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, so I do pre-listing appointments before I even put a house on the market and I do a walkthrough with the clients. Okay. And during this walkthrough, basically I just walk around the house, I take notes, and then I give them advice on what I recommend that they should do prior to us putting it on the market. Are you walking around with them? Yes, but I don't necessarily point everything out right away. I just kind of let them talk because a lot of times they're going to tell me all these ideas and thoughts that they were going to do right as we go through the house. So they're basically giving me a tour and I'm writing down what I feel they should do. Okay. 
Go ahead. You give them a, you give them a list. Are you giving them the list before or after the signed paperwork? Before. Oh my God. (laughs) Okay. Carry on. I'm listening. But I do not disclose what number I feel like we should list until we do the signed paperwork. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I give them a ballpark range, which is about a 30 to $40,000 difference. Okay. And I tell them based off of that range, you know, the bottom of the range is basically a house that needs a lot of improvement all the way up to one that's a higher end scale. And it'll also determine based on the timeline. And like, when we go to list what number I feel like we should actually focus on at that time. So I give them like a deadline to hit as well for these tasks, right? So if like it was paint, you know, you need to have this done by that time. One of my clients had to get flooring. So that had, you know, I I made them call while I was there and figure out what the timeline was on when they could have that done. That's actually a pretty good idea because if they are going to do repairs, just handle it. Oh my God. How long are your listing appointments? They're only about an hour and a half, two hours max. I don't go over two hours. And I've already had four. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure. (laughs) Okay. So you do the pre-listing walkthrough or whatever, Mm -hmm. and then, and then are you coming back for like another appointment or? Yes. Yes. I come back and, um, I try to only come back one time because I don't want to go back multiple times after being there at least an hour, you know, the first time. Uh, but when I come back on the second time, it's to just double check that everything's been done that we've talked about. Okay. And then at that point, that's when we're doing the paperwork and we're talking about the numbers. And that's when we also determine the date it's going on the market. So they are, so as far as involvement, you're telling them what to do. Have you ever used a stager? No. Okay. You're telling them what to do, but they are the ones calling. Are you providing numbers? Yes. In some instances, like if they need a referral or a recommendation, I'll give them that contact and I'll direct connect them to that person so that I know that it's already moving. Because a lot of times what will happen is if you give somebody a laundry list and you leave, you don't know that they're going to actually follow through with it. I do know they're not going to, they're not going to do it. It's very overwhelming, which is why they haven't done it. Correct. But a lot of the times what I've walked into in my experience is people think that they need like this excessive amount of work done to a house. Right. 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 And then you bring them back down to reality to explain to them, like whatever they were thinking, some of those things aren't worthwhile. No. Right. True. Right. They want to like do something weird. And you're like, your kitchen is trash. Right. Like that's not going to matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Okay. So even though I disagree with you on most of your stuff, that's okay. But, um, I mean, it's nice that I like how you have a process. I like how you're like, you're not the one making the call. I think that's really important. Why did you decide to not be the one that like does make the calls? You just give them the numbers. Because I did it once. And what happened? (laughs) So I had a client, she was relocating out of town. She called me literally the day she had already packed up the U-Haul and was moving out of state. Wow. Okay. And I had never, I didn't, I had never talked to her prior to this. So she called me and I thought it was just a pre-listing appointment. She's like, could you come today by chance? I'm like, that's strange, but sure. You know, I'll make it work. Sure. I show up, there's a U-Haul in the driveway. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. And she had like totally emptied out the entire house and it was in this U-Haul. And so at that moment, she's like, I need you to list my property. 
She actually owned two other properties in other states. So she was moving to one of those. Okay. Uh, But there was like some external things that needed done. And she said she had a guy that was coming to do some of it like that day, Mm -hmm. but she didn't have somebody for the other part. And the other part was just something basic, like doing uh, landscaping. Okay. So I volunteered to do that. Oh no. Uh-huh. Because it was just, I knew she was gone. Cause I'm like, what am I going to do? You volunteer like, to actually do the work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I took an agent with me. We went and got the stuff to do the work. I'm not oh, kidding. Oh. And did the landscaping part, you know, of it. It wasn't super, like I said, it wasn't like super invasive. There was just a bunch of like area that was just, there was nothing. It was like rock and just okay. dirt and it looked terrible. Yeah. So I was like, if you do something minimal, like putting right. down, just something, right? right? Even if it's top fill dirt, just to make yeah. it look nice. It's right. basic. So that's all we did. But that client, I mean, she was just a headache to deal with overall. You I'm know, sure. the house obviously had some other issues with it, which we found after it went on the market. It ended right. up flooding. We had like all kinds of oh, excessive wow. issues. Yeah. So I learned quickly in that aspect. I mean, all the red flags went off anyway, but you kind of thought like, why is this person moving right. such a quick pace? Right. Um, I did get it sold, which was great. Oh, good it job. Yeah. Significantly less right. than our list price. But considering everything that had transpired during the listing, mm-hmm. when I explained all of the numbers and everything to her at that point, like she understood. Yeah. So, well, she already knew she was just hoping for something different. Yeah, exactly. So if you're, I know you're a person that's like, growth minded and you're always like improving your process. How will you be improving your process in the new coming year? I do think having some sort of legal binding contract of some sort up front in order for us to uh, do the recommendations is probably going to be a little bit better because it would be I'll, called the listing agreement. Yeah. Although I don't, the only problem with the listing agreement is you don't know the date, right? So I guess if you put like a future date, then what, what if it doesn't Well, no, but you can, I don't know if this is allowed, but you can leave it blank. Just put the expiration date. I thought about doing that too, but I wasn't sure if we could do that either. I don't know. That's what I do. I mean, (laughs) unless it's not allowed to happen, then I don't do it. I don't know. Please don't tell on me. No, I know. No, it has an expiration date and then they can Mm -hmm. always like, uh, initial the date. The date change. I kind of thought about that too. Like maybe we just say, okay, this is supposed to be done in two weeks and our, um, initial list date is going to be this date. And if we yeah. change it, then we'll mark it out and change it on the contract. Yeah. You could totally do that. You just still have to leave some of the other pages, other dates blank, right. other form. Anyway. Yeah. Let's right. not get into that. Rachel real will start yelling at us. I know exactly. <laughs> That's good. Well, I really appreciate you being on. That's some good tips there with people have a referral for you in Cincinnati. What is the best way to get a hold of you? Absolutely. Um, my cell phone is five, one, three, Four eight four forty eight eighty eight, and then my email is amanda.gibbs at exp realty. Perfect. Wow. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Amanda. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Real Estate Fight Club podcast. Make sure to hit the subscribe button so you get updates when new episodes are available. And we truly love feedback and would appreciate all likes, reviews, and suggestions for future topics.